SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number two of our two-hour extravaganza on this Tuesday morning. Opposite picks on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204, your local radio affiliate all around the nation. Sitting in for the next hour, we'll take some phone calls this hour, 844-843-6879. Getting your reaction to yesterday's uh, NFL stuff to get to. Uh, some college basketball we'll touch on. We got hockey tonight as our boy Brian Rust back in action. We'll check the FanDuel lines on him. Shots on goal. Added a couple of more folks to the NCAA tournament last night. We'll add a few more later on tonight. And how about the Dookie Pukies waving the white flag on the season? Uh, interesting. College football, Les Miles out at Kansas late last night. Uh, they come to an agreement that it's best that he go their separate ways after what's happened with uh, the LSU situation. A couple of baseball notes and uh, maybe Victor Oladipo on the move uh, in the NBA. We'll go over our st- uh, trends and streaks and our plays of the day uh, from yesterday. And we'll give you our plays of the day for later on today. And, of course, we have our opposite picks coming up at uh, roughly 40 past the hour. So a lot to get to on this uh, Tuesday morning, 844. 844- 843-6879. I'd start with the big news. Obviously, Dak Prescott signing a four-year, $160 million deal with the Dallas Cowboys. It's done, finally. Don't quite understand why if Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys, was going to give in to Dak's demands four years, not five, $160 million, not $135 million or so. You know, this deal could have gotten done, You know, as you say a lot of times when this thing is all said and done. This deal could have gotten done a long time ago. It, it could have. They buy into the media. They, they really do. They buy free publicity. They have people saying, hey, you know, Dallas may or may not sign Dak Prescott. They they knew. Jerry said it. Steven Jones knew it the whole time. They were going to cave in. They could have caved in a long time ago, but I guess the answer is why didn't they? Because they get six months a year of free publicity. A free year of people talking Dallas Cowboys. And in a world of marketing is one-on-one, that, that is marketing 101. Get people talking about your team, for better, for worse. They signed Prescott, I guess, six uh, months ago. No one's talking about them. So you, know, you, you buy publicity like that. You can't buy publicity like that. But in the end, four years, $160 million, 126 guaranteed, so three-plus years guaranteed. Nice big fat signing bonus, highest in NFL history at $66 million. How about that? How about a guy throwing a $66 million check in your lap? What do you do with that? You know, having never been in that position and probably never will, you know, what does one do? Do you go to your local city bank, uh, you know, and say, here, I want to make a deposit? Oh, how much? A 66. 66 bucks? No. 6,600? No. 66,000? No. Uh, 660,000? No. What are you depositing? 66 cents? No. How about $66 million? You know, I mean, what, what do you do with that check? So he's got it and he's getting 126 million over the first three years of his deal. First three years average is 42 million. Wow. For a guy who never won a big game in his life. So as we pointed out, you know, Dallas steps up to the plate. They come through next up. Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield. Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson. You guys are next up. They have their fourth years coming up. 
Teams have the rights to, to put a fifth-year option on there, so they realistically could go two more years without having to give these guys new contracts. But, again, as we pointed out hour number one, Kansas City was in the same boat with Patrick Mahomes. Houston was in the same boat with Deshaun Watson, and they gave him extensions anyway. You know, what kind of commitment does Cleveland have to Baker Mayfield and Baltimore with Lamar and, and obviously Buffalo with Josh? Do you want to make them happy? Do you want to get this out of the way? Do you want this lingering? Um, you know, I, Dallas could deal with the, the headaches of having this hang over their head. Now, you could theoretically franchise these guys as well. I mean, it, to me, and that's how I would do it. I, I'd play hardball. I, I really would. I, I told you, I don't pay these guys 40-plus million dollars uh, three, four years. I just, I just don't do it. You know, these are the rules you signed up for. Scott Wetzel sitting and taking you right up until uh, 7 a.m. Eastern time. These are the rules. You don't like it? Go talk to your player rep. I got you for five years. I could franchise you for one more year after that, you know, without busting the, the my, my bankroll here. So I have you for six years. If I can't win in six years with you, then I turn the page. Then I move on to the next guy. And I know these quarterbacks are not a dime a dozen. I get it. This is probably the worst quarterback play we've had in, in decades. And really, you could count on two hands how many quarterbacks are probably capable of winning a Super Bowl, right? So the Lamar Jacksons and the Josh Allens don't come around too often. If I'm Cleveland, am I buying into Baker Mayfield? No freaking way. No way. If I'm Baltimore and I got to worry about Lamar, you know, breaking his leg and not being Lamar Jackson anymore and being on the hook for four years at $40 million for a quarterback who couldn't, uh, you know, hit water if he fell out of a boat, no way. Josh Allen, you know, he's the combination of the two, but you know what? Not doing it. You got six years. Six years. I'm going to do everything in my power to supply you with offensive players in order for us to win. But if you can't win in six years, that's it. I'm done. I move on. I'll either trade you or I'll let you walk. That's how I would do it. I really would. And I'd be upfront about it. I would tell, don't, don't buy a house. Listen, Baker, don't buy a house in Cleveland. Lamar, don't buy a house in the Baltimore area. Nope, you got six years. All right, you've already gone through three. We got three more bullets left in our chamber. That's, I would never pay these guys this kind of money. But that's me. Opposite picks on a Tuesday morning. We'll check out the college basketball scene. Two more teams added to the NCAA tournament last night as the upsets can continue. Sports Grid Radio, here's Series 6F204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, and defensively, I think we can still get better. And remember, when you take those three weeks off, everyone else gets better, you get worse. And the defensive part of things, there's a lot of times where uh, just the communication uh, um, and, and rotations and being on point with that, the more we get a chance to, to rep things. And we haven't had much practice since we've been back. That's been, uh, as you know, it's basically games, 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 games. So um, at some point, we'll get a couple practices in where we can really uh, uh, hopefully get us back to be in the the elite defensive team we are. And we're good, but I know we're capable of being better.
right, Scott Drew, head coach of the Baylor Bears. You got balls? How about this? Checking out FanDuel here, right? No college bas- or no NBA games, so just kind of screwing around here a little bit. The big uh, tournaments really don't get underway until tomorrow. How about laying twenty thousand dollars to win a hundred? Would you ever, in your right mind, do that? That's two hundred to one. No, right? But that said, Baylor's getting a number one seed. You know they win their post. Uh, they they win the regular season. They could th- you know lose in the first round. P- pick a, a team. Iowa State. Uh, you know Kansas State. I don't know if they have buys in uh, in the Big Twelve postseason tournament. I'm not sure how that all works, but they could lose clearly right in the first round of the Big Twelve championship, and they're still going to be a number one. They they just are right. I mean, they're 13 and one in conference play, 21 and one overall. You're telling me even in a first round loss that they wouldn't be number one or a number one seed. There's four other teams. Could you name four? Gonzaga, Illinois, Michigan. You're going to tell me Alabama or Iowa? No way, right? Why do I bring it up? Because FanDuel has a bet if you're willing to lay it. $20,000 to win a hundred. that Baylor's the number one seed. You could do the same thing to Gonzaga. Twenty thousand to win a hundred on the Zags. Now the Zags. The only thing I would say why I would like Baylor a little bit more is because if Baylor loses in the first round, listen, they got so many wins on their resume, it wouldn't be held against them. When you look and you see who they've beaten, all right, 21 and 1, again, let's just go to the assumption, worst-case scenario, they lose in the first round of their tournament. They've beaten Illinois head-to-head. They've beaten Oklahoma. They've beaten Texas Tech. They've beaten Kansas. They've beaten Oklahoma State. They've beaten Texas. They've... Uh, beat West Virginia again, did lose to Kansas, beat Oklahoma State, beat Texas Tech. They're, they're nine and one against tournament teams. Nine and one. There's no way they wouldn't be a number one team. Now, if Zaga loses to BYU in the final, you know, you look at the Zag schedule. I still think they would get in. I, I do. And I think there's a better chance of Gonzaga winning than Texas Tech losing. You know, so if the Zags won, then you know they would be a number one seed. But the Zags, you know, the Zags have beaten West Virginia and they've beaten Iowa. They've actually beaten Virginia. So they do have three decent non-conference wins in their game against, uh, they beat Kansas too. So they beat Kansas, West Virginia, Iowa, and Virginia. I tell you, I'm not big on laying uh, 60 to one, or uh, excuse me, 200 to one. I wonder if FanDuel would allow you to put those in a parlay. Gonzaga and Baylor. Let me see if I can punch that in here. I don't know how to do it. Um, Teaser, round robin. No, it doesn't have parlay bet slip. All right. Um, Put put Baylor at uh, 200 to 1 and Gonzaga at 200 to 1. So you lower that a little bit. Both those teams are going to be number one seeds, right? I, I mean, unless there's some crazy conspiracy, would you take that risk? 
Would you let? Would you go to your bank account and take out twenty thousand dollars to win a hundred? That'd be pretty stupid. It would. But if you parlayed them, then then you're only taking out uh, ten thousand dollars. We'll say. I don't know what it would be, but probably you know cut it in half. Would you? Would you take out ten thousand dollars to win a hundred? It's not worth the risk. I know what you're saying. It just isn't. But it's there. You know, if you could put it in like a sixteen round robin, that they got Baylor at twenty thousand. And this is all based on a hundred dollar bet, so it's two hundred. So two hundred to one on Baylor, two hundred to one on Gonzaga, two hundred to one on Michigan. Michigan would be the one where it's like, eh, you know, they lose in the first round, or not even the first round. They lose to say Illinois, and Alabama runs the table in the SEC. You know, I, I could see maybe Michigan dropping down. They've lost the, like two in a row now. Here, it would be to. Uh, to Michigan State, and and you know maybe and they lost to Illinois, so they would have lost three of their last four, three of their last five. I wouldn't be doing that with Michigan. If you want to put them in the parlay just to bring the odds down, okay. But I, I would not be laying. You know, if I had to play one, either twenty thousand to one on Baylor, Gonzaga, or Michigan, the pecking order would be Baylor one, Gonzaga two, and Michigan a distant third. This I, I could I could definitely see Michigan not being uh, a number one seed. I think they will. But having lost to Illinois like they did, they got whacked. You know, having lo- lost to Michigan State this past weekend, splitting their two series, two series games, um, and then maybe losing in the first or second round of the Big Ten tournament, I, I could see the the pollster saying, "Okay, you know what? Uh, yeah, we could drop them into a second level, especially if Illinois goes on to win the Big Ten, because you know Illinois would have to be a number one seed then, right? And then if Alabama won the SEC, then they would. Th- those are the only two teams that I think that can upset the apple cart." Houston, no. Iowa, no. Um, Florida State, no. Villanova is in a lot of trouble um, just because of you know losing their two point guards. So I, I wouldn't do it with Michigan, but you know Baylor twenty thousand to one. Who's got the balls to do that? Or twenty to one? Or two hundred to one? Who's got the balls to do that? Reach the final four. I wouldn't do that with any of these teams. You're not getting any value whatsoever. They, they have odds here on FanDuel. Uh, Gonzaga three to one to make the final four. Nah, listen, they're good, but I'm not laying three to one. Uh, you know, they're they're more than capable of blowing it. It's Gonzaga, right? If they had a history of championships, uh, maybe, but not, not even now. I wouldn't even lay three to one with the Dookie Pukies to make the final four in their heyday, uh, unless the Leitner teams way back when. Baylor minus two fifty, no. Michigan minus two ten, no. I I got to be getting odds. None of these teams seem unbeatable to me, especially, you know, you're playing in a bubble, no fans, basically. You don't know how these teams and these kids are going to react. You really don't. It's, I think they're going to be so many more upsets this year just because of the balanced play and just because you don't know, you know, uh, you just don't know. The team's sitting around in the hotel rooms. Uh, they're getting fidgety, agita. You can't go out, or if they can, they're going to be monitored. Um, who knows how these kids are going to react to that? Uh, I don't even know how I would react to that. So, Illinois, you still get two to one. Man, I don't like Iowa. I, I, minus or plus two seventy on Iowa. I, I don't like that Iowa team. I don't. I think that team's in trouble. I think that team's not going to make it out of the first weekend. I really don't. Uh, Ohio State plus three to one wouldn't uh, hop on them. Boy, the way they've been going at Alabama team. I tell you what, Alabama and Arkansas at the SEC. Those are the two, you know, especially Arkansas is playing great. I think they won, what, either eight or nine in a row? Seven, eight, nine in a row. I know it's it's, it's something impressive. They're playing their best ball of the season. 
Houston, I don't have any faith in. They're plus 350. I play them every year. Creighton with their head coach in that situation, I wouldn't touch them. Texas, maybe. I think Virginia, just because of the defense they play. Texas Tech, because of the defense they play. Arkansas at plus 750. You know, without seeing the brackets and everything, Arkansas at plus 750 to make the final four. Not to win it all, just to make the final four is actually pretty darn good. They're a good basketball team. They are. San Diego State at 9 to what? Loyola of Chicago. Listen, we've seen this team just two years ago do this, and, and it's almost the same cast of characters. 9 to 1, not bad. All right, uh, here we go. Option to fix on a Tuesday morning right here. Sports Grid Radio, Series XM 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Confidence-wise and uh, just coaching-wise so that they they can uh, turn this around. They have good attitudes. Yeah, they you know, our practices are good. These they're good kids. But did we play well? No. Did I prepare them well? No. You know, I didn't prepare I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't I didn't help them enough. And I that's my responsibility. I, I'm gonna try to do what I can to help them play well on Tuesday and not look at any at anything else. about that coach k waving the white flag on the season wow 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 he's doing what we tell kids never ever to do give up you know are they going to get an ncaa at large bid i still say there is a chance but yesterday while talking uh, as you heard in there a little bit uh was asked specifically do you deserve a bid to the ncaa tournament and he said you know for us to even have a dream of getting into the ncaa tournament we have to do an amazing job to get into this tournament quite frankly we haven't earned that right even if we had beaten north carolina i still think we would still would have needed to do some more because we lost some close games and you have to reward the teams that do not just the fact that we've done it as a program but you got to do it meaning every single year so in other words he's saying you know, Duke brings a lot to a lot of cachet to the table, but that's not going to get us in. I, uh, you know what? I, uh, I'm shocked that he would just wave the white flag. Boy, we we accused Shashevsky uh, of being a phony and a fraud and all that other stuff, right? And as dirty as all the other coaches, but I didn't think he'd wave the white flag. But he wants no part of this season. He didn't from the outset. He knew his team wasn't any good. Uh, we all believe that if his team was 20 and two, he wouldn't be crying a river every single press conference like he's doing here. And uh, for him to basically say, no, we're done, we don't deserve, rather than fight for it and say, yeah, you know, you never know. We've got this win, we got that win, uh, we got the ACC tournament coming up, maybe we can win a couple of more. There's no way. If they would have beaten North Carolina Saturday night, there's no way they would have been kept out. No way. They would have been 12 and 10, which is not great. I get that. <clears throat> but you win one more, you know, one more Patsy in the in the ACC tournament. You get to 14 and 10. Maybe you lose the next time. You're 14 and 11. They would get in. There is no doubt in my I don't think he believes that for a second. 
about them beating North Carolina, they still would have been on the outside looking in. No way. I want to know, you know, the question, as I think we brought up yesterday here in the morning show, and that is if they don't get in, if it really is possible that they don't get the benefit of the doubt, then are they going to accept an NIT bid? Because all this bitching and complaining and crying about whether the season should have been played or not played from him, you know, his, he's got a chance to, to end the year and just be done with it. It was a lost season. If he accepts an NIT bid, then we all know that all was for Crockton. That, that all was just basically BS if he accepts an NIT bid. So we'll see. It will be interesting. They still list Duke NCAA basketball champions at 150 to 1. Or is it 1,500 to 1? Uh, 15,150 to 1. So FanDuel thinks that they're going to get in. I don't know about anybody else, but FanDuel does. Let's see if they list them as a uh, number one seed. They don't do that. Final four odds on Duke to make uh, the final four. They are, according to FanDuel, they are 25 to 1 only. 25 to 1 for a team that, you know, probably won't make the tournament, certainly shouldn't make the tournament where you're getting no value there whatsoever. Although Kentucky's only 16 to 1. And, and they may, you know, unless they win the SEC championship, they're not getting in for sure. And you get better odds even at 16 to 1. You talk about no value whatsoever. You know, there's that word value again, right? I did punch in my calculator, the computer uh, parlay calculator. Odds at 20, or 200 to 1, 200 to 1. If you bet $100 on Gonzaga and Baylor to make the uh, to get the number one seeds, you win a buck. <laughs> hey, uh, you win one. If you're willing to risk $100, you win $1. Let me see. Uh, you know, let me throw in Michigan in there. At uh, And I don't think, you know, I wouldn't do Michigan. But just for the sake of argument, if you pop on Michigan, which is uh, you know two hundred to one as well to be a number one seed, before I hit this, what do you think? Uh, so we got three teams at two hundred minus two hundred, basically. I, I would say maybe two dollars, two fifty, dollar fifty. <laughs> you know, you you bet a hundred dollars, you win a dollar fifty one, to be exact. On Zaga, Baylor, and Michigan being number one seeds. So obviously, if you bet a thousand dollars, you're gonna win ten dollars and uh fifty-one cents or uh, ten dollars basically. Would you do that? Uh, I don't think I would do that. Fifteen dollars and eight cents. Thousand bucks to win fifteen dollars and eight cents. And obviously you're just adding on more zeros here, but just ten thousand dollars to win hundred and fifty. Uh, I can't do that. I can't do that. That Michigan one is the one. But if it's basically you had a third team and you're only bumping yourself up 50 cents, that's funny. I wonder if someone actually does this stuff. I mean, they must, right? If, if they post odds on there, you know, there's Floyd Mayweather, uh, go to these guys with literally $100,000 and say, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll make, uh, you know, 150 bucks uh, standing here for five minutes and seeing Michigan and Gonzaga and Baylor get number one seeds. It's, it's a foregone conclusion. Why not, right? I mean, uh, if you got the balls, God bless you. All right, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. So, yep. So uh, Duke says they're done. It's amazing. 
Uh, App State won the uh, Sun Belt Tournament last night. First NCAA appearance in 21 years. Third time overall. UNC Greensboro beat number seven seed Mercer to win the Southern Conference Final uh, 69-61. So they're the SoCon champs. So those are the two teams, App State and UNC Greensboro. You got your Horizon League Final is number one seed Cleveland State rallied to beat UW-Milwaukee. Uh, they'll take on the winner, whoever won of uh, Northern uh, Kentucky and uh, Oakland last night. Not sure who. And uh, so we now have six teams into the NCAAs. App State, UNC Greensboro, Liberty, Winthrop, Loyola of Chicago, and Moorhead State. So uh, for all the small little conferences, getting those things out of the way. All right, to the phones we go. Andy in San Antonio, our good buddy down in uh, San Antonio. Man. What's up, Andy? How are you this morning, bud? My man, Scotty. How you doing, my friend? Eh, not too bad. Not too bad. Well, Scotty, let me tell you something. Cowboys signed Dak Prescott. After forever, and he signed him for a four-year, $160 million contract. Wow. Man, Crazy why can't honey. I be 6'4", 240? You know, good <laughs> Lord almighty. Man, I'm going to have to go over there and kick my dad up in the ball and say, what the hell? <laughs> good <laughs> Lord. I tell, you, I tell you what, Scott. You know what? I don't even blame Dak, Dak Prescott, man. I'm all about these players. They sit there and ship them guys in and ship them out. Man, get your money. You know, and everybody's want to sit there and say, okay, oh, Jerry Jones, you're a dope, okay. And I'm not a disagreeing with you. But this wasn't a football move. All Jerry Jones sees is that TV deal coming up in a, di- a year or two. He's going to make this back t- by tenfold. And this was, like anything else, he wants to, he sees dollar signs and he needs his quarterback. He can't sit there and go and get his money and get his all his sponsors and all his stuff with Andy Dalton as his quarterback. He sat there and seen what happened when he had Brandon Whedon. He sat there and seen what happened when he had Kellen Moore. He sat there and seen it and so on and so on. He knows what, you know, he knows that he's going to be able to get his money back tenfold. There's a reason why I don't, you, you hit the nail on the coffin last night. Don't ever want to hear us talking about Jerry Jones as being a businessman. He folded, he folded after he tried to potentially play hardball, and I tried to give him credit about Zeke a couple years ago, and then he folded at the end of it, gave him whatever thing he wanted. Only thing I'm going to crack about, if you're going to do this, why, you, why play the drama like you said? Why mess around for two years? Why not sign a guy? You know, if you knew, you know, why not sign a guy? Why draw it out? Why not sign a guy last year, before the season last year, a year and a half ago? Sign this guy. Maybe, you know, it's just he lost his fastball. And actually, I don't even know if he's really ever been at a fastball because he did the same thing with Deion Sanders. You know, signed him to the richest contract ever, you know, back in the day, you know, being a deep defensive, you know, defensive end, Deion Sanders. And you got Z, like you said, back now. No, this is all, it's like everything else. Number one, making money, number one, chasing women, number two. Winning losses, number three. All it is, playing his day. Oh, that's Jerry Jones in a nutshell. There's a reason why he's in the Hall of Fame. It ain't because of football. It's because of what he does off the field, what he does at bringing the NFL, bringing what he does cachet to the NFL. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. And this is a perfect example of why. In general, are Cowboy fans a pro Prescott guy? You think they'll like this deal or will they complain? Yeah, they well, Cowboys fans are dopes. Unfortunately, we, I mean, Cowboys fans are dopes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I hate to say 
I love y'all guys, but you dopes. They love they. There's there, it's a it's a divide. You get your guys that are, you know, they get they run the pom poms all day long. Cowboys, we're gonna do the same. They're the same a holes that say Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl every year. But they love Dak Prescott a lot. Of them. And there's the smart Cowboys fans. Like you know, I consider myself a smart Cowboy fan. I love Dak Prescott. I do. I like him. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a $40 million quarterback. I think they would have been yeah. smart. They would have signed him two years ago for a third of the price. Yeah. You got to run here, Andy. Good job, buddy. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you during the podcast. He's one of the LLs that joined the podcast. What, $40 million bucks, even if you like him. But you know what? They got it done, I guess. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas, and we've proven it again last night. Nice 4-1 and one to start off the week. Now 22 games over 500, 126 up, only 104 down with, surprisingly enough, only one push thrown in there. So here we go. We got a six-pack, five college basketball, one NHL for you tonight. How about that? Starting college hoops. Uh, Boston College getting 13 at Duke. Coach K, as you heard here before, called off the dogs, admitting yesterday his team doesn't have a prayer to get into the NCAA tournament. They close out the regular season tonight against god-awful Boston College. I'll fly with the Eagles because as much as this game is meaningless for Duke, it's the world for Boston College. It would make their kids' season to be able to beat the Dukey Pukies. Hell, they'd make their careers to say they beat Duke, right? Even though it's an awful Duke team, doesn't matter. This is the world for BC, which lost to Duke by only two earlier this season. They get the deal to done, uh, deal done tonight. I think they win this outright. Love Boston College getting 13. Give me Duke minus the 13. Pick number two, Pittsburgh laying three versus Miami. Not much has gone right for Pittsburgh this season. I'll grant you that, but they're still better than Miami, which has lost 10 of their last 12. They also got crushed by the same Pittsburgh team by 15 at home earlier this year. Miami 1-8 and eight on the road this season, and all but one of those losses have come by more than three points. They are horrible. Pittsburgh wins going away tonight. Love the Panthers. Give me Miami plus the three. <clears throat> Pick number three, Quinnipiac plus six versus Iona. Quinnipiac? What's a Quinnipiac I hear you're asking? Well, I counter with the, what's Iona? Uh, it's the place where Rick Pitino landed thanks to his buddy, the AD. Quinnipiac, meanwhile, beat Iona 74-73 weeks ago. Maybe they don't win again, but you want to give me six points with a club that beat your club recently? I'll take that any day of the week. 
Boys from Connecticut, oh, by the way, are a 500 basketball team. But you know what? At least they played some games, which is more than you can say about Iona, which has had its season shut down four different times because of the coronavirus situation. They haven't played in three weeks. They got to be cooked. This season must have just dragged on and on and on. They can't wait for this season to be done. Love the Bobcats of Quinnipiac and six points. You may Iota, minus the six. Pick number four, Rice lane four and a half versus Southern Mississippi. Ah, oh, this is too easy, my friends. Rice isn't anything special, no. But getting a team laying less than 10 against Southern Miss is a gift for the boys in Vegas. Southern Miss could be the worst team east of the Mississippi. They are in last place in the division in the Conference USA, 4-13 in conference play. All but two of those 13 losses have come by five points or more, so don't worry about laying the spread. They've already lost twice to Rice by 8 and 26 points, and now all I have to do is lay 4.5. I mean, you don't have to be a mathematician to tell you that's a steal. Rice will fry, boil, and steam Southern Miss tonight. Give me Southern Miss plus the four and a half. Pick number five, Notre Dame laid eight versus Wake Forest. Iris have a chance to finish the regular season with back-to-back wins. That's something they've done, believe it or not, only twice all season. Yeah, it's been a lost year for the Irish for sure. But not nearly as bad as Wake, which has just one road win all season. They only have three ACC wins all season. Irish are at least 7-11. and 11. Not bad. Not great, but not bad. Wake has lost seven straight heading into this game, covering only one of those games. One and six against the spread. They're in need of a Wake because this team is dead. They have waved the white flag on this season. Love Notre Dame to drill Wake tonight. Give me Wake plus the eight points. All right, NHL for pick number six. Chicago getting uh, plus 110 at Dallas. Wrong team is favorite tonight here. I know the game's in Dallas, but the Blackhawks have won 10 of 15. Uh, and a couple of those losses have come this past week against you know the defending champ Tampa Bay. So we're going to throw those out the window. Otherwise, they play great hockey. Uh, they really have all season long. Dallas really has not all season long. They have lost 11 of 13, 13 of 16, including two to the same Blackhawks team just a couple of weeks ago. Chicago is the surprise team of the NHL. Keep playing them. Dallas is the biggest disappointment in the NHL. All perception. Stars made the cup finals last year. Not happening this year. This team stinks. Why would anybody play Dallas tonight in hockey? Give me Dallas minus the 130. Our opposite picks, starting with college basketball, going to go with Duke laying 13 versus Boston College. Miami plus three versus Pittsburgh. Iona laying six versus Quinnipiac. Southern Miss plus four and a half versus Rice. Wake Forest plus eight versus Notre Dame. And uh, pains me to say it, but give me the Dallas Stars minus 130 versus Chicago in the NHL. Opposite picks for a Tuesday, March 9th. All right, as always, post them on the website uh, about a half hour or so after the show ends, along with some updated uh, NFL or uh, NHL trends. Yesterday, four and one, not a bad uh, night. Hit with the under uh, St. Mary's Gonzaga, which I cannot believe that thing went under. Uh, that St. Mary's team just stinks. All they had to do was just show up, just just, just put some points on the board. Uh, Pepperdine plus nine was the winner. Uh, Ryder plus six was the winner. 
Uh, under Cleveland State, UW-Milwaukee was the winner. The only loser, the opposite big loser, uh, was uh, UW-Milwaukee getting three and a half. And, and really, they should have won that game. That's a tough loss if you were on them because they were leading the whole way. And uh, they just fell apart the final minute and a half. And then Cleveland State not only rallied to win, but they uh, they got the cover over the small number of three and a half. So nice four and one going opposite, which, uh, again, uh, I play the other side, so I'm not too happy about that. 126 and 104. Uh, with one push. All right, our plays of the day from yesterday. College basketball play of the day was the over in the Zags. I really did love that. Didn't happen. That was a loser. NHL play of the day. Vegas had its six-game win streak snap versus Minnesota. That was a loser. Our prop of the day over Conor McGregor. Uh, I never changed that. McDavid. <laughs> I said uh, McGregor yesterday. Connor McDavid. Uh, overshots on goal. Connor McDavid. Uh, thank you. Four. He had five. Don't like doing that very often with four. It, it's tough asking for five, but it was Ottawa. So I, I took the chance and we hit on that. Cha-ching. And then if you were only going to play one, I did love the over in the Zags, 142. So that was a loser. So uh, one and two overall with the, with the one of the losers being our play only. Uh, so on the season so far, Playing only one, still three and two, plus 60 bucks based on a $100 play. College basketball, 0 and 1. I just started doing that. Uh, NHL play of the day, still three and two for plus 70. Our prop of the day, three and two for plus 80. NBA prop of the day, two and one. And NBA play of the day, one and two. So we're, we're uh, out of one, two, three, four, five, out of six categories, we're on the plus side in four of them. Not bad. Not bad. So what are we doing today, Scott? Well, We'll start with uh, let's go to the college basketball scene. I, you know, I do like those games that I gave. Uh, is there one that stands out more than any? I don't like you know switching, you know, doing one in, in opposite picks and then uh, not doing one in the other. I, you know, uh, I, I don't like doing that. So I'm gonna go with uh, under 152 Duke and Boston College. I, I, you know what? I don't think uh, I see a lot of points. ACC tournaments. Uh, you know, if it was at home, I'd say yes. You know, hearing Coach K, 153 points for a Boston College game is a lot of points. I, I you know, these uh, tournament games tend to be a little bit lower scoring, neutral fields. Uh, you know, no fans anyway. But I, I'm going to go with one under 152. Uh, we'll leave the opposite pick for Boston College and and uh, and Duke. But I'll go under 152 as our college basketball play of the day. NHL play of the day, I, I will take Chicago. I do like them. And there's just no reason why Dallas should be a favorite in this game. I, I mean, they're, they're just – you keep on thinking they're going to turn things around. But 11 of 13, 13 of 16, uh, they are losing some of these games in overtime. I will admit they're not getting blown out, but – this Blackhawks team, I'll tell you what, a team that was supposed to be just brutal this year, and they're pretty darn good. They really are. Uh, I, I would make a blanket rule and play all their games. I have them under point total for the season. That's going to be a loser um, you know, because they, they surprised the heck out of me. So that's our NHL play of the day, Chicago plus 110. Our NHL prop of the day, you know where we're going. Over two and a half with our boy Brian Rust. Yep. Now this is a six o'clock start. Didn't really. Let me double check because Fanduel's got it down as six. Let me just go to uh, CBS and, and see where they have that game. I don't know why that would be a six o'clock start, but let's see what Fanduel or uh, let's see what the uh, uh, CBS. Yeah. Oh, it's it's on NBC, but six o'clock. That's kind of weird. 
So don't wait until 7 o'clock. Don't think this is a 7 o'clock or 7.30 start. 6 o'clock start, Penguins and Rangers in Pittsburgh for some uh, reason or another. So, But our boy Brian Russ back in action. Shots on goal, two and a half. Got to lay a little bit of a vig. You know, they're getting to that point where it's like, mm, you know, they're really going to make it tough. Minus, with FanDuel anyway, it's minus 144. So, but his shots on goal, we've given them to you. Man, he's an automatic three shots. I, it's really one of the more amazing, funny things I've seen. He continues to get three shots on goal every single game. 11 of his last 14 15 of his last 20, and they continue to make the line two and a half. And normally, the, the, the line is around 130 to 140. Like I said, a little bit higher today at 144. But you know what? You know how I reason it as? You know, base it on a $100 play. You know, I, I hear people say, well, I'm not going to lay a buck 45 in essence, guy. I, I don't do that. I hear you. I, you know, and I tend to agree with you. But think of it this way if you're willing to lay 110, to win 100, right? The average 10% big. Take that same 110, and you could bet to risk 110. So instead of betting 144 to win 100, you're going to bet your normal 110 to win about 80 or so. And if the worst thing that occurs is you walk out of tonight saying, boy, I only won $80 because I had to lay a buck 44. Well, you know your night is pretty good when you start off your sentence, I only won. And that's how I look at it. Uh, I don't look at it as what I'm going to win. I look at it as what am I going to risk. And I'll risk the usual minus 110. And if I only win 80 versus 100 or 70 or even 65, well, then it is what it is. No big deal. And that's that's how I view it. So, and that's going to be our play of the day. Absolutely. I'm going to keep on. Anytime Brian Rust is on the ice, two and a half goals. If you're going to play one tonight, not the Blackhawks, not the, the under Dookie Pukey, uh, over two and a half is going to be our playing only one Brian Rust. So he's done it all season long. Amazing. And they continue to keep the line as low as they have. So, All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll update the poll question. And then a couple of stories that we didn't have time to delve into too much. Scott Wetzel on a Tuesday morning. Closing out hour number two. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, channel 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, let's check our poll question one more time before we close up shop. Dak gets four years, $160 million, most overpaid quarterback in the NFL. Dak Prescott. How about that? <laughs> 37% of the vote. Uh, 34 going to Carson Wentz. 25 going to uh, my choice, Kirk Cousins. And uh, the proverbial other at uh, nearly 4%. That'll be posted all day long. So uh, feel free to go to your opposite picks Twitter feed. Get your vote in there. And then we'll update that uh, tomorrow morning before we are through. All right, a couple of stories here that, that we didn't have time to delve into too much. Uh, NBA, they said that uh, nobody tested positive for the COVID. 
COVID while in Atlanta, so that's good news. Victor Oladipo, uh, you know, with his saying no to the Houston Rockets last week on a contract extension, uh, Ringer reporting that the Golden State Warriors very interested in trading for him. That would be interesting. Baseball, David Price tells the Dodgers he's willing to help the team any which way possible, meaning I guess go to the bullpen if need be. Boy, I tell you what, if you get David Price, you know, even his B game and on board with this season, oh, this team's going to be loaded, just loaded. Natsia yeah, Mike Rizzo wouldn't say why they uh, cut Jeremy Jeffress. Very strange. He was with the Cubs last year, all-star with the Brewers two years ago. Uh, Jeffress tweeting out, I'm not what they say I am. I'm what God says. I don't deserve this false negativity. I don't know what that is. We need to find out what's going on with him and Von Miller in the NFL because those are two strange situations. They just acquired the guy, and now you're releasing him a few weeks later. Very bizarre. Uh, Les Miles out at Kansas. You know, maybe this explains – I don't know what happened with LSU. Who knows really what what went on there. But maybe this explains why he won a national championship at LSU and never got a second chance. He goes from LSU to Kansas. Tom Brady supposedly wants to add Odell Beckham Jr. to the squad. Uh, While that sounds great, really what he's doing is undercutting Chris Godwin, who's a free agent. You know, if they can uh, get the Beckham Jr. on the cheap, then Godwin, see you later. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Good job by everyone involved. We'll do it all again tomorrow right here. Sports Grid Radio, Opposite Picks, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Be safe, people.